Well, 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 welcome, 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 everybody, to episode number 53 of Take This. My name is Brad LaPlante. I'm here right now with Griff Sutton. How are you, Griff? How's your week been? Uh, it's been good, man. I was, um, I was on a little vacation at the end of last week, and, uh, I went up to Petoskey and yeah, just kind of hung out, watched the Red Wings draft, uh, saw some new prospects. Not going to see any of them for two years, but uh, you know, but now I know the names, so we'll see which ones actually come up and make a difference whenever that time comes. But, right? Uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. How about you, Brad? Hey, what's what's going on in the world of Brad? Um. Well. Had a well Fourth of July. We we've spoke since then, so that's not new. Um, do nothing, just uh, just hanging back, chilling out, and uh, you know, dude, my life is so boring right now. It's unbelievable. I don't know. I don't know well, what else to. Well, there's only baseball <laughs> on, and uh, you know. Tigers stink. Mets are metsing right now with the Braves even, catching. Even, even if catching I try to like watch the Blue Jays, they're not doing so hot either. You know, Dude, but, they're but, about they're 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 about to get passed by the Orioles. <laughs> yeah. Well. But by the way, uh, huh. mm, really, really great that the the Orioles, Orioles somehow are, have have found are ahead a way. of us have found yeah. a way to do to do something. So, um, Griff, I did want to discuss the All-Star game. The weirdest, here's the weird thing about baseball, right? That every year we sit here, right here, and we discuss the worst of the All-Star game and, like, who should have made it, who shouldn't have made it, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it feels like this is a recurring problem for baseball in that the all-star game is not representing its best players. Um, let me ask you a question. Okay, Griff, what do you think is the, if you had to, if you had to pick an all-star game that is, that is best in its representation of players and their performance and also entertaining which would you pick? Like of the major sports? Of the major sports, yeah. Normally, I would have said basketball. Okay. But that's kind of... I mean, it still kind of is because it's just a trick shot event. Like, so you have the dunk contest, which isn't nearly as good as it used to be. And then the actual game, which is just no one plays defense. It's kind of like the actual... <coughs> Excuse me. It's like the NFL Pro Bowl. No one tries, but at least in basketball, because basketball is not really a contact sport. It's whatever. Hockey, good skills competition. That, that one's not as bad. I think. I think baseball should be the most intriguing because everyone loves the home run derby, and it's in the middle of the season. Well, so and it's not a contact sport. High. So, like people, right. Like well, you know, so they, they, like besides the pitchers, they can rel really try, and they're not gonna. Guys aren't gonna like dive out to make plays, and like he, he they're not gonna like you know try to injure themselves or anything right. like that. But, but they can try to the best of their abilities without getting injured. Yeah, no, I'd probably say baseball. So, I guess my problem with baseball, and and I'm not gonna get into how like the All Star Game could could change itself because there are so many things that that could make it more exciting. Uh, one of which I wish that they would add more events. Like I think that I love the way that the NHL does it where they have a ton of like small events, skills, competitions, things like that. Like all baseball has is the home run derby and that's it. Yeah. So it, like, it, it would be nice to see, just, like, like, what are you gonna, like, what, are, like, what other skills competition so could you add to in, the MLB? In, and I, again, this is creative, okay, but in Japan, they have a bunting competition, and I'm not saying that this has got to be like stream live on ESPN, 
You know, by no means does it need to be like primetime television. But at least it's like something going on, especially for the fans that are down there, get people involved in the game. Um, I, I don't know. Could you invite, get the kids involved somehow? Have like, I know that they have that, 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 that celebrity softball team game that that they do yeah whatever so like but outside of that though there's nothing going on yeah it but i think because the event itself used to be enough because it was kind of a people kind of marveled at it i remember when i was a kid i really cared about the all-star game i felt like a lot of people did like i felt like it was just more it had more impact on the cultural zeitgeist um but I don't think it does anymore. I think part of that is like, I think people have just moved on from the all-star games. And that's in every sport. Like, I don't think many people care about it anymore. And the only reason the MLB one is interesting is because it's in the middle of the season, which is kind of funny because really it's like, I find it very funny when people be like, oh, he's a X time all-star. And I'm like, that doesn't mean he had X many good seasons. It means he had this many half seasons first half of seasons that were good you know what i mean yeah but and well and and like my, my point with it yeah is i just think like culturally no we don't care about it anymore uh, i think like the home run derby is like i think more people find that interesting than the actual all-star game itself and it's kind of the same thing with the other ones, people care more about the dunk contest than the actual all-star game in the NBA. I think more people care about the skills competition than than uh, the game in hockey. And I think it's definitely the case. No one cares about the Pro Bowl. No, so I, I don't think that, that anyone ever has cared about it. the Pro Bowl. I think they, they the NFL, because, you know, the NFL is the only league that, for all their faults, wants to get ahead on these fucking issues. Um has said they might probably just going to get rid of the game entirely and make it an event. So it's like, you're an all-star, you get the platitude, and they'll just do skills competitions. They'll expand those, you know, do more fun things. Maybe do like uh, that thing. It's like user fan control football kind of style. Just more user engagement stuff that isn't a real game that's still fun to watch. Okay, but by so, that same metric, like in college and i know that this is a little bit different but like all americans don't get their own game you know or skills competition nobody's throwing a fit no and that's why it's like i think if they just went away no one's gonna be too upset no absolutely not i mean the only thing i think uh the only one well i mean there's i guess there's a couple ones because basketball and hockey put theirs in the big in the middle of the season too right Yes, theirs is also in the middle of the season. So, but theirs is towards, uh, if I think it's more towards the end, um, because, uh, now now I'm curious what the 2021 because the hockey season started in October, and it ended in April. Oh no, so it was right in the middle, January 29th through the 30th. So yeah, hockey is the same way, where it's in the middle, um, which is interesting. I think because hockey especially with it being then is still competing with football right like, playoffs are going on around then it's surprising that they don't extend they don't that like into push summer. it somewhere else but i think part of the reason is because like the nhl especially with you know everything's been a little delayed because covid so they've started the season later and it's ended later and i think part of that is because like the the avs won the cup and then the draft was literally like three weeks later Right. So it's another thing to cram in. Typically, free agency starts very soon, so guys don't want to be dealing with the All Star Game. You know, they want some downtime before they have to start worrying about that stuff. So I kind of get it. It's also just like a break, especially for baseball, having a couple days off. Right, like they get like a full week almost, basically. Like I'm not making excuses for the Tigers, but they are playing 19 games in 17 days. That's a <laughs> that's a lot of that's that's a lot. And I know yeah. it's baseball, but right. Well, but I mean, baseball is like... harder than a lot of people think. I think because it's people put they put so much like effort into you know like the injuries are just different, right? 
you know, like, like you need to be a hundred percent. Like if you injure, if you take a, a ball to the hand, for example, and this is maybe a bad example, but if you take a ball to the hand, that is going to be a lot more severe because you need that. You need that, right? Like to swing the bat, you need that to do certain things. Whereas in like, like hockey, like, or, or, you know, or, or Stafford in football was playing with a broken shoulder for the long, you know, or dislocated shoulder, a shoulder that popped out occasionally. Like he would play with that. And I mean, that was, I mean, granted it was his left shoulder, but that's just not something you can do in baseball just because, I mean, there's, you know, it's, it's just a fundamentally different sport. Um, Griff, I, I, I want to get into, Obviously, uh, baseball is all-star game. Obviously, that's why we're having this discussion. Um, it will take place on July 19th, which is five, uh, eight days from now. Six, eight days from now. Yeah. Eight days from now. And it's in L.A. It is the second time that the all-star game is played at Dodger Stadium, as uh, the last time was in 1980. And it also hosted the 1959 All-Star Game in Memorial Coliseum. And it has been played in Anaheim three times for at Angel Stadium. And so, very exciting stuff. The rosters were just announced. Coaches or managers, obviously, will be from the uh, Braves and Astros. You know, as Dusty per uh, tradition. It's also his retirement. It's his retirement tour as well, so very exciting. Um, so I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna get you know too too deep into the into the woods here, but uh, so Minutia. as far as as far as AL starters, you got Alejandro Kirk uh, at catcher for the Blue Jays, uh, Vladdy obviously, That's Jose fine. Altuve, uh, Rafael Devers, uh, Tim Anderson uh, from the White Sox, uh, okay. Judge, Trout, Stanton, um, all the big names. Otani is in there. Um, for the NL, you got Wilson Contreras for the Cubs, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, Jazz Chisholm, uh, Manny Machado, Trey Turner, Acuna, Betts, Peterson, Bryce Harper. Again, all of the uh, those are the starters, right? All fan-voted starters. Well, I'll say this. Um, so I don't think uh, Guerrero, Vladdy, should have been the <laughs> really? first base. Ty France has better numbers than him throughout yeah. the year. And is better defensively at first base. So something. And some the, okay. So the here's fact that to Ty be France fair. Isn't in at all is just horseshit. To be fair, okay, and and I and I'm not about to because because I agree that Ty France should be in. I think that the MLB right now has a very flawed system of like how they vote people in because obviously like you vote right like that's the biggest issue that that the MLB has. And when you have that, essentially, this becomes a popularity contest. In 2015, every starter except for two players, I'm pretty sure you can, you can check me, but every starter in 2015 on the All-Star roster in the AL was from the Kansas City Royals outside of two players. And that yep. was Mike Trout and, like, one other guy. Every yep. other player was on the Royals roster. I think it was, I think it was It could have been. It could have been. But my point is, is that, that this basically comes down to favoritism, right? Look at the Blue Jays, okay? Alejandro Kirk, by the way, who's having a great season, and it, that is well-deserved, okay? He, Kirk is somehow, he's like a five-foot-eight catcher. I have no idea how he's having this good of a season. Anyway, way, he is... Uh I was I was right because yeah, it was Trout and Altuve and everyone else is on the Royals. It's right, Gordon, and because the Kane, Royals just had Osmer, like some fan Morales, voting militia, Perez, Escobar, and Mustakis. Yeah. yeah, so so we got Alejandro Kirk from the Blue Jays. Kirk was like again, he's he's well deserved season. Vladdy at first base, also on the Blue Jays. You have. Also, you have George Springer in the outfield, okay? Um, and then you there should be oh, and then there's uh there's Kevin not Kevin Gosman. There's Alec Manoa from the uh from the Blue Jays as well. So he's the he's like a second-year pitcher. Um 
he is in as well. So that's four members of the Blue Jays. Okay. Now look at the Astros. You got Framber Valdez. You got Justin Verlander. Um, and again, those weren't fan voted in. But yeah, Jordan Alvarez. And then right, and you got you know Alvarez. You have she, he's hurt. Altuve. Um, you know, but but again, and, and okay, look at the Mets. Okay, another one. The Mets have Pete Alonso. Jeff McNeil, they have Starling Marte, and Edwin they have Diaz. Edwin Diaz. That's another four players for one team. So, and the, the interesting thing, though, is that it seems like the MLB tries not to make that happen. So, like, in the sense of, like, if, if one team has too many players, but what some players are picked over another because the fan voting has a lot to do with this, right? So like if a player is fan voted in, that means that they have to start the game. Those are, those are your starters on the, on that, on that, by that same token though, the managers choose the rest of the roster and well, and it's, it's, there's a, I think there's a committee involved that also is, is, you know, involved and, they basically choose the rest of the players and every team needs representation. So if every team isn't represented, then other teams who maybe not deserve someone might boot someone off. And so that is kind of what you have here, right? Like, I don't know. Um, I think, I think the one, the one thing they should definitely do, uh, yeah, get get rid of fan voting mm-hmm. um i think it's you know it it's bias and typically team with that is either good or has the biggest fan base will always get more fan votes i think it's a very silly thing to do because fans are uh i'm gonna be honest stupid and we shouldn't be <laughs> in charge of it do a writer's poll do a player's poll do a coach's poll um people whose career it is is to either play manage or cover the sport i think is a way better solution um and get rid of every club having a representative i am okay with good uh manfred being able to pick two uh reps or you know the, the 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 legend picks you know the legend reps i'm fine with that i get the point of it i don't think it's that big of a deal especially if you can fix the issue by just having uh the team selected by not having a mandatory rep from every team, there won't be any snubs, so those won't feel as bad. Because, like, I do think it's cool to have Pujols and Miggy at the the All Star game. Like, it's a send off, and I right. think that's fine. Pujols has been getting the send off treatment at every fucking stadium he's gone to this year. They do a fucking ceremony for him, saying, you know, because he's one of the greats. So I totally get it. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's just. Uh, I, I really think if, if you get rid of the man, like then you don't get a Gregory Soto in and then mm-hmm. maybe instead you can put Kevin Gossman in or you can put Dylan Cease in. I know they're starters, but like it's the all-star game. No one's pitching more than two innings anyway. So the issue that I actually have with the whole like Tiger situation is that so and this is and this is it's a little weird. Okay. But Gregory Soto is not bad this year. Okay. How many saves has he blown? No, but he's not an all-star. How many um, saves has he blown? Okay. So he has. He has uh, 17 out of 19. Yeah. He's only got two. Uh, the two issue blown is. Saves. How many ERA games is 2.67. How many games the I, the saves I don't care about because most of the time when he's been pitching, he is not in a save situation, mm-hmm. so he doesn't have the opportunity to blow. That's, saves. I mean that's that's you're fair. right. His, his ER that's why like stats are one weird like I just rewatched Knives Out last night and there's a great great line from uh, from Daniel Craig and I'm trying to remember what it was but it was like the uh, facts can paint a deceiving picture. Um, and it's true because this kind of happens with, with Soto, I think. Great example was yesterday he blows the save 
or it wasn't even a save because it was a tie game. But yesterday he comes in with a runner on first and he gives up uh, the go ahead run. Uh, but it wasn't an earned run on him because the pitcher previous to him let the guy on first. And the only reason uh, the the change was made is because AJ Hinch wanted a left-handed hitter to go up against a left-handed hitter and not a righty on lefty. You, even though it was Michael Fulmer who statistically and just by watching him has had a great year. So that's like I mean, an Fulmer does have the against. only argument for Soto is that you could have put if you had to pick a player that's on Detroit, you could have picked Michael Fulmer. Like that is or the I, only argument. I would even I'd say Alex Lang even more so. Like so you're right. Soto like I do think Soto gets a little bit of hate. Like I did see a crazy stat today. If he walks a batter, which typically means he doesn't have control if he's walking a batter. If he cuz he's only three, right? He just needs three outs. Right. If he walks a batter, his ERA um in in an appearance where he walks a batter is like 9.3. He has like his a strikeout to walk ratio is like insane it's like it's like more walks than strikeouts um his whip is insane it's like all the numbers and that's where his two blown saves were he had a walk i think that was in 19 of the appearances or sorry 11 of the appearances and then in 19 of his appearances because he's had an even 30 i think or 32 um so in in the other 19 uh appearances he had where he didn't walk a guy, ERA is zero. That's how, like, if wow. he can, if he has control, he's great. But he's very inconsistent on whether or not he has control over his pitches. Because let's be real, he just throws straight heat. He throws, he says, I'm going to throw the ball 101 miles an hour, try to hit it, hopefully it doesn't hit you. That's kind of, And it works for the most part, and it's impressive to throw it that fast. But for as good as Soto stats are, which they are good, Langs and Fulmers are better. I mean, ERA, Soto's 2.67, Langs 1.91. Yeah, and I mean, whip is, is really what how I judge relievers, and even by that metric, like... Uh, 1.091. Right, so, like, that's uh, like a, one base to 1. runner per inning. Yeah, like, like, I genuinely think Lang or Fulmer are all-star caliber players by the... by. On their own merit, not by being, oh, they're like the Tigers pick. Like, mm -hmm. I think if, like, let's say pick, you know, mandatory team reps are, are required, you do away with that. I think that um, that those guys, one, other, or both, could both make a case to be in the bullpen's all-star. Right. Uh, all-star line. But, like I said, I'm not really mad at the Soto pick either. But, like, I think if there wasn't, mandatory team reps he doesn't get it and i think part of the reason he got it is also because he was the main he was the tigers team rep last year well so and if here's he, what here's what i, I don't think understand like, it, back back. the tigers <laughs> did not need another rep they already have two i think that the legacy picks are not included in that number that doesn't make any sense because the only the only point of a legacy pick or, I mean, the only point of the team pick is that every team has representation. If every team is represented, then it, does, it doesn't matter. I, I, it must, because, yeah, like, I, because, like, you're right. Because, like, right, like, just because the Yankees, like, the Yankees had several guys, it doesn't mean they get another one because that's their team's, you know, guaranteed rep. But I think because their legacy, like, for whatever reason, the legacy players are, like, two separate things. And I think specifically what are they just honorees no 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 i think it's because it's chosen by the commissioner and i oh. think and i think the players union is probably saying no that's chosen by the commissioner and that's fine but you still need to have a player picked from the roster as like you know the official representative if the team doesn't already have one just naturally at that least that, that is like, that's the one thing I could at least make sense because like I said, the commissioner picks, right. Uh, the, the legacy picks. That's the, that's the only thing in my head that would make sense, but you're right. Like if they already got the one with Cabrera, then they should, again, right. Then they shouldn't have numbers, the other one. Yeah. And like, like, like I said, I'm cool with the Cabrera one. That totally makes sense to me. Cause again, Swedish pick, it's fine. 
or uh, Swedish pick, fucking legacy pick is fine. But it's the the fact that like it. I honestly think like Soto could have been in on his own merit. I don't think he should have, but. Um, well, I mean, again, like, listen, like, they you, definitely I mean, but like I, I'm trying to think of like another bad team that like has a rep in the game that shouldn't like the Reds, like the Reds shouldn't have an all-star the Tigers because <laughs> like the all-star is an individual thing. Right. So all right. that matters is you have one person who has earned it. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, has anyone on the Reds earned it? Sometimes you have a team that's full of good players, but no one really deserves the all-star spot. Like. The Orioles have been playing well, but is anyone on their team really good enough to warrant an All Star yes. spot so, over someone else? The, um, the, the Orioles, the Orioles might. Like, I'm just, I'm just. You get what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah. Like, just because you shouldn't just get it because you're, you know, your team needed a representative. I think it should just be best players voted on by the players, the man, the coaches, and the um, and the writers. You know, maybe. Do it similar to, I don't want to say like a Heisman style because we know there's problems with that, but you get what I mean, you know, get or like do it similar to like how the NHL does their awards where it's voted on by uh, by media members. Typically, that works out OK. So um, the if, if you're wondering, by the way, the Reds uh, all star that they got was Luis Castillo. I don't uh, believe they Castillo had probably. a starter on the on the field nope and they don't have a starter in the on the reserves but uh by the i mean by that same metric like i mean the cubs have they're a pretty bad team but they have i mean every team seems to have like players who you know can can operate right like wilson Contreras is pretty good you know but he's on a struggling cubs team you know I don't know. I mean, the Orioles, who is it? Jorge, Jorge, Jorge Lopez, I think is their one. Like, I mean, he's obviously a rep pick. Like I cannot see another person on the Orioles being in like that just wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't make any sense to me. Um, Yeah. I I just think the all-star game again, I think we, I think we as a, culture and as a society have moved past it i like it as a breakup in the middle of um at you know to break up the season Mm -hmm. i just think the game itself is not necessary you can name your all-stars and i just think you need a better way of actually naming uh the all-stars like i said with, with having experts and not fans who can hijack it and 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 change the results i think yeah i mean have it based on merit Right. And, just and, go from well, there. and there's like, well, and, and like, look at this. Like if there are two players right off the bat that I can see that don't deserve it. Okay. Paul Blackburn for the athletics and Jorge Lopez for the Orioles. Okay. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't give a shit how good Paul Blackburn is doing unless he's like amazing. Let's look at his stats. Like, I don't know, like those, because when I look at that, when I look at at those two players, right off the top of my head, I think of Kevin Gosman. All right, I mean the Blue Jays already have four guys, sure, and you could argue that that at first base. The only problem I think with the first base issue is that there isn't actually another first baseman on the American League All Star team. Mm-hmm. Is Arias a first baseman? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, you see, this um, is the issue also talking about baseball where it's like, I really don't follow, especially NL teams, but like I don't follow a lot outside the AL Central because baseball is a regional sport, which is also why I think like voting is silly because like most fans only know their own team. Because right. that's just kind of how baseball is. It's not like ba- baseball isn't dying. Like, the, you know, the whole thing about people like saying, oh, baseball is a dying sport. It's not dying. It's just never going to be, or at least not without some serious overhaul and change. It's never going to be a national sport. It's right. all like people will watch football 
Well, and, baseball's you know, always local. Anytime. Like baseball, people always give a shit about baseball from a local le- level. I think yeah. that like there are a few people that will follow every single team. There are I'm sure there are plenty of people who will follow every single team, but definitely not like the NFL or you know, like I mean even hockey. Like I will watch every every playoff game because I think hockey's exciting. But um you know, but baseball is just one of those things. Um, but, but okay, so here's here's where your Thai France thing comes in. Look at this. This is an easy fix, okay? What you do is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is deserving, okay? Don't get me wrong. Vla- but here's the problem. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. won the fan vote. Do you know what that means? He's got to start the game. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh. You see what I'm coming from? See, that's the thing where okay. it's like, so, so, even if there was a more deserving... Uh, you know, player like Ty France, who right. should at least have been an alternate, he would never have a chance to start because he didn't win the fan vote. Because like so, Toronto is Canada's only team; they're gonna right. win. Right, and well, and that's another thing, right? Like, I think that in MLB expansion, obviously, you just bring back Montreal. That's a good idea. Um, or you can add in a West team. That, but that's a that's a different episode. Look at the American League reserves that we have here. Okay, we have Luis Arias, who is a second baseman. We have Xander Bogarts, shortstop. Jose Ramirez, uh, who's a third baseman, and Andreas Jimenez, who is a shortstop. No first baseman, like at all. You know what I mean? Like there should be another first baseman. Take a shortstop out. I mean Jimenez. Like, yeah. or Arias, like they, I mean, you know what I mean? Like just put a first baseman there pretty easy. If there's two short, if there's, there cannot be three shortstops should not make the all-star team. Yeah. No, Cause yeah, I mean, you I got think, Tim Anderson, always, you got Jimenez and you got uh Bogarts. Yeah. Unless the, like, you know, that person is a shortstop kind of like um Alvarez, who is a left fielder, but he's mainly a DH, but he plays left field when called upon. Right. But, but you know what I mean, though? Like, I mean, that's yeah. an obvious fix, right? Or like, um, like the, I mean, it, they just call them what? Infielders? Um, is Nolan Arenado, what is he? Well, why does uh, one, two, three, four, five? Why does the National League have one, two, three, one, two, why are there only four American League infield reserves, but there's five National League infield reserves? Because there's an extra outfield reserve somewhere in there. Oh. On the American League side. Why the, like that also doesn't make sense to me. Why are the rosters not even? I'm I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just asking questions. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it no, doesn't listen, like they're gonna it's... be snubs if the if everything's not even. I guess. No, that's listen, my point. I agree with you. It's it's just yeah, it, it, it's just kind of a guy that's batting 339 isn't in the all-star game. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, know? like uh, what? what's uh, hold on. I have his numbers right here. Yeah, Ty France is, yeah, 339. With 923 a, OPS. 23 OPS, which um, just what, ridiculous. What is what is what is uh, I always for like I I've argued with this about people and I I just I guess I want to make sure I'm not wrong when I say it. What is like an at what is a replacement level player's WAR? Is it 600? Or sorry, WAR, not WAR. Uh, uh, OPS. OPS. Um, yeah, like what is a what is like I am an MLB. You know, I can play at the MLB level as the most replacement level player, but I can definitely be on your roster and not hurt you like so what is that there one? isn't an Sick? exact number um if What's anyone says that there is exa- an exact number then they're wrong the the range is probably about 750 like if i had to like around there right like give or take 50 points oh wow like well maybe <laughs> maybe not maybe 700 maybe like give or take 700 Right, like, it's like that, Miguel okay, Cabrera is his OPS right now is like seven nineteen, I think, or something like that. And, and like, let and me just put it this way: fucking, that's because his slugging is so low. Well, that's and that's what I'm saying, right? Like Miguel Cabrera's slugging is so low, and so like, if you think about it this way, the average, 
the average person's or uh, the average player's um, like on base percentage is about 400. Right, like you hit if you hit about 250, and then you get a decent amount of walks in, you're probably going to be have an OBP of about 350 or, or higher. Right, and right. so like it. Whereas like that's what that's where OPS plus comes much more in handy because OPS plus is adjusted for average. So if someone's OPS plus is above 100, it is above average if it is right below 100 it's below average it's pretty pretty straightforward so i guess like and it depends on the player too right like like miguel cabrera right now i would say that he is above average because he is i'm not expecting him to yeah hit a bunch of home runs he's 40 years old nobody's (laughs) expecting that to happen It'd be great if he hits four if he hits a bunch of home runs, but like I'm not expecting him to hit. It, it'll be great if he hits five. <laughs> well, and, right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, whereas like like Javier Baez, you would expect more from him because you know he's a player who is a lot who is much younger in his prime, etc. You know, and um, yeah, I, I mean you're, you're gonna expect more from pl- players like Ty France. Um, you're going to hope that they, you know, and, and what sucks about Ty France, I think the most is that baseball is such an up and down, like sort of sport. So like a lot of players who are not incredible players, like who do, who were never scouted as incredible players are like this, this might be their only chance at getting an all-star team. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you mm-hmm. saw like Jonathan Scope is a slightly above average player. And I mean, you saw last year how he like did a great job with, you know, everything. He was hitting the ball all over the field. He was it really helping out the team. And then this season, he's just in some sort of massive slump. You know, same thing with Javi Baez in 2018. He had a great season with the Cubs. And then, you know, and then a couple years later, he's up and down so it is a very baseball is a very 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 roller coaster of a sport and people people seem to ignore that no it's the definition of you know it it's that's why like i found like it's always very funny when like people react like i remember like early in the season with like javi baez every like at bat i would could jokingly to you be like he's great he's awful he's great he's awful and now that we're like further into the season he's on the underside of good and what i would want from him just like you know the average hasn't been there and the defense has been kind of shockingly bad Mm -hmm. um it's like his arm just can't do it um but that you know that's besides the point i i think that the all-star game i think there's a little too much value placed in it but i also understand what it means to the players and that's again why i think not having fans vote because have the people that you know have your peers vote for you because again your peers i mean that's that is true that would be nice um and it's the same thing with the managers the managers know the game many are former players or at the very least they've been around the game long enough to be a getting paid to teach it and run a team and then like i said you know if you don't maybe not everyone puts could be a combination between the media and the players and and managers too yeah you know like writers you know like they do it in college football right like a lot like the all americans aren't they chosen by the media yeah. Yep. No, I mean, the, the Heisman's chosen, but chosen by the media, right? You know, the Heisman. I mean, and, Heisman and, and it's not a perfect system football. by any means. I mean, uh, the Heisman specifically because it's like a one-player award, you know. And well, so, yeah. And the big issue, yeah, it's a one-player award, and it's also like, uh, the issue with that is like I think a lot of college football writers don't watch a lot of. Team, watch there's a lot of so games, many games. There school. are so many games. Still, that's the issue. Whereas baseball, there's like thirty there's, teams. There's thirty you know? teams, right? So it's a lot easier to keep up on who's doing what and make a, an informed decision. 
Like, I think the big issue with like the Heisman was everyone saw the Aiden Hutchinson highlight reel, so recency bias, and that's kind of what hurt Kenneth Walker is like his year didn't it started great and it was consistent throughout, but he didn't have like a boom towards the end. It just kind of was like a very average end, and it was quiet in the media. Whereas Hutchinson, he finishes with a dominant performance against Ohio State and wins in a dominant performance in the Big Ten Championship. So all that kind of, you know, it it sways perception. Whereas, and again, you know, if I'm a writer covering USC in California, I'm just going to look at, oh, Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, that's a big name. Yeah, him. Oh, and then the, the quarterbacks at the, you know, <laughs> who have the best stats. Yeah, I'll pick those guys. You know, whereas this is like, and I'm not trying to say anything negative about college football writers, but there's you can't keep up with the whole landscape. There's just too many teams, too many games. Whereas baseball writers, 30 teams, a lot easier to keep up on who's who, you know, because, you know, each team only has 27 men on their roster. Um, and of those 27, there's maybe two or three that are really going to be worth an all-star vote. So all now you've narrowed it down to like, maybe 90 guys you're considering for the uh what are the total slots like 50 slots so that's you know a lot easier to narrow down than three players or four players out of the entire country um which is why i think the media vote here is a little more less likely to cause issues um with fan votes or with the fans than it would in like with like the heisman um and Listen, the system won't be perfect. If they went to that, I'm sure there's still going to be some snubs and people are going to be mad and like, sorry, (laughs) but that's just how it is. Like nothing is going to be perfect, but I think this would be a better system. It allows more players who are deserving to get in because it's based off merit and not just (laughs) not every team needs a rep and then we'll do merit. It's just merit straight up. And the people voting on it are people who know the sport much more inside and out than than more casual fans would right yeah yeah uh, that was a lot of words i just said but i you know i just it's one of those <laughs> things i never really thought of like genuinely like before this again because i don't put a lot of stock in the all-star game but like i also do know what it means to players that's why i think doing it this way and making the players involved in the decision would give it so much more merit and make it just a better process overall. Right. Well, and, and, and I think and, it like, how are you going to argue with the players? Like right. they decided who to send. Like you're going to be, you're going to argue with me. I play the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't know who, uh, Griff, who do you think your biggest snub is of like any player? Was it Ty France? It's really close between Ty France and Dylan Cease because like okay. Ty France, Dylan Cease has like his first, second, and third, and fourth in a lot of like stats. Like he's mm-hmm. fourth in ERA and second in strikeout percentage, first in strikeouts per nine, like really high strikeout numbers. But man, Ty France just mashes the baseball. And like at least with pitching, like Pitching is a much more competitive because there's just more pitchers and there's only five, you know, however many slots. I yeah. can't think of a ton of first basemen in the AL aside from Vladdy who would be up there with him, right? Right. Uh, who who are the other reps for the first? Who's the other first baseman? Who's the reserve for the AL? Um. So, like, you want to just know, like, everyone? So uh, let me just. So Jose Trevino baseman. for uh, is that catcher for the Yankees. Um, Luis, I honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to interrupt myself. I did not know the name of uh, who the Yankees replaced at catcher before now. But anyway, <laughs> apparently he's having a but, good season. Uh, <laughs> so I just I just looked. There is not a first baseman alternate. That's what um, I just told you. I told you this earlier. Yeah, there's oh, not okay. another there's not another first baseman. Yeah. They they literally could have just put out taken out Andreas Jimenez, who by the way is having a great season, but like you cannot lump all of the infielders together. They are not the same they're not the same players. 
You know, like a yeah. second baseman, like, you are going to expect you're going to have much different expectations for a second baseman than you are going to have for a shortstop. Yeah, or like have like they have five outfield reserves, so there's eight outfielders. Like take out right. one of the outfielder reserves, like George Springer, yep. Byron Buxton, Ben Int- so Ben Intendi is a guy who's probably only there because he they need the Royals needed a guy, right. even though like let's be honest. The Royals, uh, like, don't really, as far as I know, don't really have an all. They don't got much going for them. But, like, like Kyle Tucker, like, I mean, I can't speak on Tucker. He might be having a great year. Same with Julio Rodriguez. But, like, yeah, like, there's just no reason. I mean, you got, you can't, I don't understand how Buxton's not a starter. I mean, he's obviously wasn't voted by the fans. Because Trout's in center. um, Right. And it's, it's, I get Judge being a starter. Buxton should be in over Stanton. I get Stanton's oh, had absolutely. a decent year, but yeah, but Yankees like, fans Stanton love is, that. Stanton's a glorified Stanton's a glorified DH. Yeah. He's barely an outfielder. Dude sucks in the field. He's just he can mash bombs. <laughs> like he's kind of like a better Javier Baez at the plate yeah. in that he's gonna be boom or bust, but he will boom a lot more for you. And he's done, worked out this year. I'm not taking anything away from him, but he's not a good outfielder. He should not be starting in the outfield. <laughs> Buck's been a hundred times out of a hundred. That uh, see, this is again. That's I'm sure part of that is because was he vote? He was probably voted mm-hmm. in. And yeah, well, the, the, the interesting thing that they did this year, and they're good. The interesting thing that they did this year, I can't remember how they did it, but they had one outfielder already made it in, like before the voting started. It was probably fucking Trout. So for no, actually for the AL, it was it was Aaron Judge, it was Aaron Judge and Ronald Acuna Jr. who both made it in for each each league. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and I don't know why. So technically, technically. Um, Trout, Stanton, and I think it was Springer um, were the top three rece- vote-getters. So it was Trout first, Stanton second, and, and Springer, third, Springer. But with big, that also takes into consideration that Judge did not... He couldn't receive votes. So in... so And I didn't understand that process because Aaron Judge not get, ha- being able to receive votes obviously distorts the vote process for everyone else because now like right. Stanton probably has a better chance of getting in because Yankees fans are not, are, they can't vote for judge. So who else are they going to vote for Giancarlo Stanton? Right. So yeah, it's, it's a very broken system. So See, like, yeah, that's I mean, even it more feels like and less Stanton probably deserves a spot, but like, over time, uh, I see again. Stanton's not the issue. Giancarlo Stanton is the only player in baseball who I love to see fail. Dude's batting oh, average this lot. year is two thirty six, and he's Sorry, in the All Star game. That sounds that sounds good to me. I'm a I'm a lion. I'm a Tigers fan. Two thirty six is a dream. Two thirty six. Yeah, sure. His OPS is eight thirty one, which I guess like is fine. I mean, he has twenty two home he's runs. So, yeah, he's basically like if he if he hits it, it goes over the seeds. If he doesn't hit it, it's probably not going. Definitely helps that if he pushes it opposite field. Yeah, short porch and right for Yankees. I'm not again. I don't. I I don't really question that. I don't like trying to question the legitimacy of anything. Like 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 Judge is is a, a, a insane batter. Now, oh, yeah. would he have as many home runs if he didn't have Yankee Stadium? He'd probably have a few less. Like, that's the thing with Yankee fans. Like, anyone else, you know, when when we play other teams, they can also hit it to right field. It's like, yeah, I'm not talking about individual games. It's the same playing field, right? Like, if, if you're yeah, a team, but, you but... load, up, load up on lefties. The issue is when it comes to season-long stats, Judge will get to play in the place with the short porch, He'll more than play any like other all the team. time, right? Like he'll play he there. Half the games he will play with that advantage. Whereas, like, if you're someone, that's why it's so impressive that Miguel Cabrera won a triple crown because he played half of his games in Comerica. Oh he, yeah, and Comerica's like, like joked, really like, hard to hit hit the ball out of. He'd, he'd probably have another eighty home runs if he if he played in Yankee Stadium. 
I just if he didn't play in Comerica. Yeah. Imagine if you play, or imagine he played in Colorado. Right. Where the, you know, the, where the ball uh, just. I'm, I will say. Speaking of, which, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss. Uh, I miss. I'm gonna miss the home run derby. Like, if the MLB just does away with the All Star game and does only skills competition, they should always have the home run derby in Colorado because it was awesome. Oh, it was year. awesome. Oh, absolutely. Oh, with the. With just because the you know you're up in the air right less air pressure so the ball just flies a lot further. Uh, Pete Alonso sending dingers. Seven, so speaking of which, who do you who do you have uh, winning the home run derby this year? Pete Alonso. You don't even want to know the who, the, who the other guys are. Actually, I know. I don't think the full the full um, has been. I know. I saw that Alonzo got announced. I know Acuna's been announced. Right. I don't need to hear anyone else. This is Pete Alonzo's event. <laughs> this, this, he was built for this. Like he was built to win home run derbies and then playing for the Mets as secondary. Right. He's His longest is 447 year. feet last year. Was that in the derby? Yeah. Yeah just insane what's numbers. crazy though is before he reached his third season in the, in major league baseball he had already made more money via the home run derby really he oh yeah because arbitration <laughs> right that's awesome well because he's not even eligible for arbitration yet of course he's not that's that's actually that's kind of sick <laughs> that Isn't he made it? more. So yeah, Why, maybe that's all he trained for was just <laughs> I just got to get to the home run derby and I can get some money right. before uh, I actually have to go through you know get our before I get to my first free agency and can negotiate a big contract. <laughs> it's just like I'm just gonna keep hitting dingers in the home run derby. That's awesome. So um, so Acuna and Alonzo are the only ones in that have been announced in the field yeah i don't need to hear anyone else though it's gonna be mr <laughs> peter alonzo it's gonna be the polar bear baby yeah, sure okay that's gonna be great well well griff you want to sign us off yeah i think so i think that that was a little discussion on the all-star game but um yeah, that's it's still a couple weeks away, and right now it's just getting through these dog days of summer. Hey, Brad, yesterday, so record it's Monday night when this is live, and we're recording this, uh, July eleventh. Yesterday was uh, nine Sundays away from football starting back up. So, and it's probably I think it, that it's probably only seven or eight sun Saturdays or Fridays from college football uh coming back so can't wait we are we are we are getting there very exciting times cannot wait um and hard knocks i think will start in august for the wow so what and we're definitely gonna cover those a little bit we won't like break them down episode by episode but i definitely want to uh definitely want to talk about that because i think it'll be interesting i love hard knocks i think it's it really gets (laughs) me going for the football season anyway i bet it um, does yes we are we are getting there so uh thanks everyone for listening uh tune in uh back again next week uh where we will talk about something again just getting through these dog days maybe nhl free agency because that kicks off uh on wednesday this week and maybe the red wings will have something uh interesting to talk about maybe we can reach out and find a guest to bring on discuss a little red wings free agency and their off season how it's gone and what to expect from them this year but yeah Uh, So, yeah, thanks again so much for listening, everyone. We will see you all next week. Be kind to each other. I hope all of your your bets hit and you can cash that shit. Um, And don't forget, most importantly, to make your free throws. See you.